0: Becoming a parent is one of those moments in our lives that is so exciting and we're so joyful and so ready for this new life that we now have responsibility for. But it can also be a time that takes its toll on us and especially on the mother. It takes its toll physically, emotionally and not the least mentally. On this mini-series, I sit down with a couple of my Girlfriends, and we talk about our journeys through motherhood and our experiences with postnatal depression. I invite you to listen, and um, I hope that you find this very eye-opening and that you enjoy it. Happy listening! Hello, everyone. This is Bobby on Intentional Randomness, and Today on the show, on the podcast, on the program, (laughs) I am joined by um, four of my um, wonderful friends and today we're talking about something that I believe um, is not talked on enough and um, we would be talking about motherhood and postpartum or what some people call postnatal mental health Um, and joining me um our friends that we've shared motherhood together in different um at different phases of our lives and even feel like we we have shared um postpartum mental health issues together so these are very dear friends to me um um i'll be introducing them one by one i am joined um by ladina i've known ladina for going to seven years when she moved here after falling in love with her sweetheart and moved to Sweden from England. Uh, later on you get to hear from Nadina. I am also joined by Suki. You probably remember Suki from some um, of the podcasts that we did recently uh, talking about mod gauge and all of that. Um, Suki is... Um, one of these ladies that you just meet and she's very jovial and very you know happy and all of that so I've known her also for yeah it's going to I think 2013 so that's going to seven eight years now and um, we spend a lot of weekends <laughs> together I would say and our children are growing up together joining me also is Paulina. Paulina is um, a friend that is very dear to me I've known her since um probably 2005-2006 so that's going on to 14 years girl we've known each other for a while I know <laughs>
1: you <Bye-bye. laughs> You're
0: having fun. Yeah, but you get to meet Paulina as we as we have this discussion and of course I also have in the in the house we we'll are saying. <laughs> um Jumoke, you probably all know Jumoke from a, uh, from an episode we did together just talking about our childhood and everything. I've known her since I was in primary five. That's like been in grade five. So that's that's a long time <laughs> to know someone. Such. She's probably the one that knows me um, the most here. And um, as I was thinking about talking about um Post na- postpartum postnatal health mental health especially I asked this gracious this this ladies to join me and they graciously agreed so here we go <laughs> welcome everybody
2: Hello. <laughs> thank you thank, you. thank you for
0: accepting to be um part of this conversation I know that we all share um this is a topic that's very close to our hearts and we share a passion to see all the ladies um just get to know what we didn't get to know before maybe having kids and all of that. So you're very much welcome. Yeah, so let's just dig right into it. <laughs> motherhood, how was it like to become a mother? So I'm throwing the floor open. I'm not calling anybody. I'm just gonna, if you feel it, just dive right in. <laughs> what What are some of the things that surprised you most about, about motherhood? Uh, there's so many surprising things, but.
1: I can go first paulina um i think the most shocking feeling um that i experienced was lack of connection to my first son just because Mm -hmm. oftentimes when you hear about motherhood or you talk to friends or things we see on social media it's kind of all about bonding with your child and this is supposed to be such a Precious butterflies in your stomach, type of experience where you look at your baby and you go, ooh, and ah. And I didn't have any of these feelings, which was very difficult to accept. I obviously love my child and I loved him as a baby, but I f- think I felt nothing but frustration and discouragement, um, even though. I envisioned motherhood being completely different, especially at that early stage when they are babies and they're cute. Mm. Um, mm. So that was one of the biggest shocks, I would say, of having a child.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, 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 I'm not sure it was totally like that. But I also felt like we got. We were giving the baby, and we were supposed to take her home. And I just felt like, yeah, it's my responsibility. But in that beginning, I also didn't feel any butterflies. I hardly feel so many butterflies, anyways, generally. But yeah, I also felt like it was just a duty, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the baby. You have to give. You have to bath or bathe her, and you have to do this and that. Yeah. It was a lot of. You got to do what you have to do. <laughs> um.
3: For me, it was. Um, it was the expectation i mean when you when you have a baby you're supposed to prepare prepare mentally prepare physically prepare financially and i felt like i prepared but when the baby actually came i was like uh what what do i do now like yeah all the books i read all the preparation that i had flew out the window so i was like Mm -hmm confused, I was um, I didn't know how to go forward, I, I, I was just like looking at her, I'm like what do I do with this little human, like I did not know and I feel like that was the greatest um, surprise for me, as much as I was prepared, I wasn't prepared
0: mm. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. Interesting
2: I think for me uh, for me here uh just okay for me I think um, it's just the expected like suki where people think now you're a mother, you know everything and uh, literally it's like okay, where do we go from here I mean leaving the hospital, I felt like, oh my god what's gonna happen so what am I expected to do what's the next thing to do and being that person that I like to be structured being able to in control so that lack of control whereby with where baby cries you don't know what to do you have to think figure out what what's going to happen and all that so for me it's that sense of losing control and also having a tiny human being depending on you for the existence and mm. survival basically yeah
0: wow losing control that's interesting
1: i would also add losing yeah. self I really thought Mm. that I would find myself in motherhood and in this, you know, first um, baby that we wanted so badly. And I loved being pregnant. But then when he arrived and a few months into staying home with him, I didn't know who I was anymore. And that was very revealing to me. Um, I mean, it's Mm. probably a deeper Mm. discussion for another time, but, you know, the identity crisis was a big Mm -hmm. surprise Mm -hmm. i kind of realized that i liked being um you know a career Mm. woman more than i enjoyed being a mother and it was really (laughs) difficult to accept um and it it changed now obviously there's a balance between both but that was also a surprise because i didn't think prior to having kids um how would it change me as a person how would it change my routine my you know hobbies my Mm. Um, basically my everyday existence.
0: Hmm. I guess I can almost add to that that in Sweden, for example, when you when you have a baby, you're supposed to be home on um, maternity leave um, and most people take a year off, I was ready to go back six months later. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I mean, we can all be different. That, that's, um, <laughs> I was ready to go back and we felt like, oh, why? Uh, like, I didn't go back six months later, but I should probably have done that because I waited 10 months and I felt like that probably added to some of the things we'll be talking about later. Ladina, I was waiting for you. I'm sure not all of us felt like so, somebody must have felt butterflies and oh, my baby. This is all I'm meant to do. I love this season.
3: Sorry, yeah.
4: I was talking, but you couldn't hear me. Um, okay. I was going to say um, that for me, um, quite uh, surprisingly, the birth, the birthing period was very... Ah, tra- uh, labor. Yes. <laughs> was very traumatic, actually. Um <laughs> because yeah. I thought it was going to be quite easy. I saw my sister give birth to all of her three sons. So I knew what mm. it entailed. But when mm. it came to myself it was quite another story.
1: <laughs>
4: so um, oh. yeah. Um, so you didn't
0: just find you didn't just find him beside <laughs> you.
4: <laughs> it, it, exactly. That's... I didn't just open my eyes and oh there's my baby. Yeah, mm. so I, I think the um, labor <laughs> and um, the sleep deprivation, wow, oh my goodness. Like I didn't know it was going to mm. be that serious. <laughs> like my sister, like I said, I've I've helped my sister raise her three boys. So I thought having my own child was going to be a walk in the park, to be honest with you. Because I thought, oh, I've already raised three already, mm. you know, <laughs> but mm. having your own is a whole other story. So, mm. <laughs> um, being exposed to to actually having a baby twenty four seven on your breast um, and mm. crying and waking up in the middle of the night a thousand times was uh, yeah a, a reality shock <laughs> for me, and um, yeah. I uh, I realised that it really affected my my mood. Um, and Mm. I'd be uh, more snappy and that kind of thing. So that was definitely uh, not expected at all.
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess labour is something that people don't really talk about it a lot. Even now that I've had children and when when I see a pregnant woman, I don't want to scare Mm -hmm. them. So I don't really go into how labour will be. And I think that's probably a disservice because most I know people will just go in and come out and it's like a walk in the park like you were saying but for, for some of us for most people there's gonna be some you know I sound like a lion when I'm giving birth you would think it's a lion roaring it's it's crazy but um yeah so I, I know the labor is usually a shock yeah mm. <laughs> it, it was it was a shock for me and then the labor it took a long time
1: on, on a- Mm? On the labor side, I'm glad that you brought it up um, because the best advice that I wish I actually um, listened to was from my OBGYN who said, just make sure you go into labor without any expectations because everybody's so different. Mm -hmm. You can prepare all you Mm -hmm. want. You can be the healthiest Mm -hmm. eater, you know, whatnot. You can be all natural birth and it just won't go as you expected. And I... Hurt him, mm. But I don't think I took it to heart. So when I went in with my first son, just like Ladina, it was very traumatic. Um, and I think mm. yeah, I, remember I, think I that. could have avoided it <laughs> if I wasn't so stubborn. You know, I just wanted to go mm. natural so badly. I don't even know why. Yeah.
4: That me I too.
1: yeah, that I spent all these hours suffering only to have an emergency C section forty hours later. Mm. When mm. I could have I probably, almost had that yep, <laughs> see I, I could have done that for you know, eight, ten hours in and I didn't. And it wasn't until like my son almost died and I was in distress that I delivered. And so, looking wow. back, I was mm. like, "Okay, Jesus, there is a lesson in that." Yes, God created our bodies a certain way, but um, not everybody's story is the same. So, just mm. have an open mm. mind mm. about delivery. Mm-hmm. It might be easy, it might be hard, but just mm-hmm. just have an open yeah. mind. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and for me as yeah.
2: well, I was
4: just before I was mm. going to give birth, I kept hearing all these negative stories, mm. and and. And I just rejected them, like, why are these people mm. doing this to me? Why are they telling me this stuff? Do they want me to worry? Do they want me to go into that labor suite worried? No, I don't want any. I think uh, just to make people
2: not too scared of, of, about labor, my experience was kind of mm. different in a way to say that I, I was expecting the worst of the worst because being a nurse mm. and I've seen a lot of people had their babies, so I thought, oh, my God, let me just prepare for the worst pain ever and the longest hours ever but I had my baby within oh. six hours of labor for wow. first child so
0: yeah I wow.
2: would say that I t- yeah so people should like what Paulina say expect don't, don't put any expectations on yourself and as a Christian I prayed and I would say my greatest fear right from when I was a child I mean probably five when I, I could remember that you know moment I knew that babies would come out of vagina, basically <laughs> I've been so scared all my life. <laughs> so even when I got pregnant and I was so happy I was pregnant, the next thing was, How would the baby come out again? <laughs> so Aww. I was so scared. But and thankfully I had a very nice I mean for mm. both of my children, knows I had we didn't feel out. I think my first was six hours and oh. the second was just two hours. Oh, wow. So yeah, wow. so don't don't be too scared, but also don't have expectations. And don't, don't put pressure on yourself. You don't have to be a superwoman. <laughs> the most important thing is elder yeah. mother, elder child.
3: Yeah. I, I wish I had people that actually, well, I don't want to use the word scared, <laughs> but gave me, like, the glory. Yeah. Because it felt like people that were around <laughs> me were just giving me, oh, it's going to be fine. You're going to be good. You're going to... It might take two hours. It might take eighteen hours. I I wish really, somebody sat me down and actually said, you know what, the video that you're seeing is just ten minutes. There's like all the hours before that ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that would have that would have helped me to prepare mentally. That that was why my first statement was, even though I was prepared, I wasn't prepared mm. because I've read all the stories. I've looked at how. Mm. Labor goals and all of that, but my actual labor did mm. nothing could have prepared me mm. for that. I feel, <laughs> and, and I was sitting there and I was like, and they put my husband in like um, um surgery clothes, like, okay, you're going into surgery, and I'm like, no, I don't want to go, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, six hours <laughs> that was really good. Jumo okay mine was like, I think. <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow. I think another surprising so, thing yeah, for me know. is all of you
0: know how many hours I didn't even count hours. I'm that kind of person that I don't remember oh. how many hours it was. I can tell you when I went in and when I came back but I didn't I didn't time it. I think no,
3: I'm I I covered. I just
0: I didn't even bother. I know we went in on, on like midnight Sunday to Monday and she was born on Tuesday. So you can it's, it's, it was long, but I didn't really count, oh, whole 20, 20 hours, five seconds like some people do. And that's another thing that was surprising for me, that I didn't keep all these details in my head. I don't know. Maybe I was just not in the right state of mind or something, but I, I don't remember every detail of... Um, yeah. Yeah. of labour you know, in that sense but that, that that's interesting yeah. I also had seen people give birth before my mother was a was a midwife and mm-hmm. um, she was a nurse and a midwife at the same time we've had a couple of people give birth in my in our house and I had been <laughs> her help but it was still different yeah mm-hmm. actually I'd seen that so I knew, I knew to an extent what to expect, but it's not the same thing when you're watching someone go through it and when you are going through it. Mm. And there's another myth out there from Hollywood mm. movies that your water will break. My oh. water didn't break. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it, it, it had to be broken in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find <laughs> that it actually happens to less than 20% or is it less than 30% of people? So yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah. Breastfeeding, yeah. I found that very... Oh. I think, you know, the usual motherhood picture, you know, all, even artwork is like you have the mother sitting and and breastfeeding so nicely. She has no cares in the world. And for me, pff, I don't know. It just, oh yeah, I, I don't even know where to start. It was, it was, it didn't, it wasn't like the pictures anyways. <laughs> I can say that it wasn't like any of the artwork that I'd seen in the beginning. It was, it was not easy. Um, I remember I woke up one day and I thought my mom was here to think of, of Adele then. And I was like, I think I'm sick. I have fever. And she's like, Oh my God, you ain't God. And I'm like, God. What? what is that? And it felt like I had malaria. <laughs> um, yeah and we would pump and pump and get 30 meals and you're like 30 meals I've been sitting here two hours
2: (laughs) 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 yeah I thought
4: it was going to be so easy like you just put them there and they drink like (laughs) (laughs) to (laughs) to be honest with you in the hospital soon as my son came out, he actually found himself there straight away. And I thought, oh, that was easy. Yeah, that they was do the that first naturally. Day. It's but then obviously I didn't realize there was all these technicalities of how to hold them and put their head there and hold the breast there. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I just couldn't get it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and uh, I think after the first day or the second day, you know, they come home to check on you afterwards and his weight had yeah. gone down too much so then it was panic mm-hmm. and then that didn't help because of my panicking then I, the breath, the mute wasn't coming and was all little, of it, was, it was just work. a mm. oh, cycle of madness but eventually mm. after going through all the pain of all the mm-hmm. soreness i think it just managed to work itself out <laughs> cuz i don't think i really got the the technique myself it just happened
0: yeah <laughs> I think later on it gets easier, but that beginning is what you're just not prepared for. Before you get to the, you know, the the picture that we all see, mm. the, 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 that we think, oh, it's so easy. It takes, it's a lot of yeah. hard work.
1: And I think it goes back to the... Hmm.
0: And not everybody can even breastfeed. Some people just right. don't mm. get milk.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was me. I, that was me. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, as a nurse, and obviously, you know, you there's this. I saw my mom breastfed my daughter, do- my sister, for three years. So I was like, oh my god, I can do this. Oh, and I you're gifted
0: as well, if I may say so. So you probably few,
2: expected that. <laughs> yeah. So I expected. What you're saying is, I've got big boobs, basically. So, seriously. Like, exactly. you know, so, I've this. This shouldn't be a problem, but oh my god, and. And I, and I think, bless my mom, she had already prepared me, like, oh, same thing happened to me, because my mom was had uh, got b- big boobs as well, like, most likely you might not have as much milk, so don't expect too much. I was like, oh, no, 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 mom, come off it, you know, I trust God, I prayed about it, you know, this would not happen to me. I was, and so my mom said, probably you should get some, you know, milk, just in case, oh, no, I'm not getting anything, mom, I am going to do it, exclusively yeah. six months, I'm not listening to anybody okay so baby came i mean within a few hours nothing i mean literally i was I was dry as anything nothing so from the hospital they gave me the first bottle and I thought for the first time I felt like a failure like oh my god so my daughter's gonna have a have milk no way but I mean the, by the first I think by the th- third day and I, I couldn't find it anymore uh, she was crying nonstop. she wasn't you know obviously uh full and all that so I had to just resign and said you know what okay mm-hmm. that doesn't make me less of a uh, mom let me just I mean just poor child mm-hmm. let, let's feed her and the meantime, work on myself. I mean, but but like you got thirty meals. Mine was like probably oh, wow. five oh, meals wow. for five that hours. Really... Nothing. I I drank everything. <laughs> Name it, you know, Harvard, tea, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I went on google and all yeah. that. Nothing, nothing yeah. worked. Nothing worked. So that was my experience but it is what it was and and by the time I had my second I didn't even bother I mean whilst I was preparing buying his, know, his clothes I, I was already then, buying the milk so in a way I mean the morale of the story is <laughs> but that was my my anyway.
1: it seems to be theme, yeah. you know because I was just the same way I wanted yeah. to go that was my thing and then I'm like you ladies I would pump for hours and like barely anything would come out and And I had big boobs as well. So I had the exact same expectations. And I hope that it might help other women to just realize that it's always good to be prepared. Doesn't mean you won't have milk. But with our second one, I just had formula Mm. on hand already. Where with my first one, I was so resistant to give him formula for the same reasons, you know, as were mentioned here before. Like I thought I would be Mm. such a failure. He wouldn't be healthy. Until, yeah, he was crying so badly from hunger that i broke down and gave him formula and he slept for four or five hours for the first time at that time that i was that i realized mm. oh my gosh my kid has been hungry had been hungry for the last two months so and then oh. i mean yeah i still breastfed him but i had mm. to pump gosh. everything um and then breast and fed him out of a bottle and the rest was supplemented with the um, formula and the other thing i will say is Don't have expectations for your baby, because I'm sure all of you ladies Mm. will agree that every kid is different. Like my first one was a lazy eater. Mm. He would eat easy milk and then just fall asleep. Where my second one would eat like a ravenous, you know, child. And I still supplemented Mm. because I didn't have enough, but he would eat everything. Mm. I hardly had to pop with him. And he knew how to eat right away. He latched right away. I didn't do anything special, like not, not anything like positioning my boob in any way. So part of it, I think, is our kids. You know, they're different. Some know how to latch and some don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. You, you said two months. I think it was when I, I, I finally eventually breastfed my daughter exclusively for six months. But the first day I gave her food. She had a whole, you know, they say stack them up with two tablespoons and two teaspoons of of porridge. Oh my God. She had a whole bowl. And I said, Oh my God, you've been so hungry. She had a whole bowl. I was like, they told me to give you two teaspoons. What are you doing? And she's like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I was like, oh my God. And I mean, my mom and my dad were here earlier on. They were like, let's just give this child something I'm like no we're gonna do this i know breastfeeding is good if you if you can but i mean at what expense sometimes
3: i have a completely if, if it's different, different experience from you guys when it comes to breastfeeding of course it, it mm. took a while for my kids to both of them to latch but i had mm. so much oh. milk
4: <laughs> oh.
3: i had so much milk oh I lucky have my bath and i have <laughs> Milk just gushing
0: <laughs> Yeah, that 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 happens in the
3: bathroom. Oh, that
2: happened to me So it's, yeah, I, yeah.
3: I, I, I had so much milk, but I, I with my first child, I did exclusive breastfeeding. You know, you are new, you want to do it the natural way, and all of that. Oh. So I I had a fuzzy eater. She didn't even when she started eating at six months, she ate like very tiny. And then with my second child, I I. I, I breastfed him for, like, four months, I, I, and I think by the end of the fourth month, I'm like, okay, I've done this now, I'm done. <laughs> time to move on. <laughs> I've been good. Now it's time to move on. And then we we introduced the porridge, and he ate it, like... Whoa. But that didn't stop him from breastfeeding, and that didn't stop him from waking up every two hours, and he still woke up. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah. like like Paulina was saying, kids are different. You can't put so much expectation mm. on them, and y- you as a parent can't put so much pressure on yourself as well.
0: Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it true? For me, I I have done exclusive on both on both of my kids, but I'm usually after six months. It's like I've done this. I'm so tired now. <laughs> so this is the end of it. I can't I don't usually breastfeed my children more than nine months and then I'm done. And people are like, oh, you've stopped. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I did six months. I did my
1: time. So
0: Yeah. (laughs) I did the time (laughs) now. I can't have a three-year-old still hanging on. What? (laughs) That's not that's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Talking about kids, um, you were mentioning, Suki, that uh, they wake up two, every two hours. That was also yeah, a surprise, just yeah. the amount of sleep that you lose. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Before I got mm-hmm. married and before I had kids, I could sleep 10 hours. Yep. I could sleep in the yes, day, the two, two, three lap. hours in the day. And I my was mom was so like, oh, my God. <laughs> I
1: have to say this. I'm sorry. It's like you could fall asleep just sitting up. As soon as you would close your eyes, you'd get out. That's yeah. you're I mean, And I'm like, what? When it's is the gift to... of God yeah. from God.
0: And and Paulina, you remember I used to say It's a gift that has to be used So I'm just using my gift I used to say it like that, it's a gift And I don't think I've ever slept like that Since I had children I mean, I have to wait until they move out of the house Before I can sleep like that again Uh,
4: You'll be waiting a long time (laughs) Because it never stops
0: I'm telling you, it doesn't stop Even now that they're six and something They still wake up, they still want something It's, oh I'm glad I slept enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sleep. Yeah. sleep, that's why God gave you that. You know? Sleep reserves.
2: <laughs> wow.
4: You
0: get it.
2: Funny, funny enough, that. That's why I advise young people now and especially expected mothers. If I see anybody pregnant and I'm like, Oh, well, wow, you look lovely and all that. And the last thing is, please sleep as much <laughs> as you can now. I mean, literally sleep and sleep yeah, and sleep. Don't do it. anything, just sleep. Sleep. Because you, know, you really need to sleep. Yeah, for do, you for do. when
0: for when you'll be Because Yeah. And I mean that's that's something. Sleep deprivation, deprivation actually um it's one of the reasons why maybe some some women um uh, how do you call it? Maybe you might have it tough mentally as well, even if it's not like having mental um having postpartum depression or anything. it can actually make you snap like Ladina like was saying you get just angry at the tiniest of things uh-huh. yeah interesting uh-huh. there's one aspect of uh, I would want us to touch on before we move on to 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 the next um uh segment, and that is how did you now you don't have to go into details details but how did your spousal relationship change after having kids
4: everybody's laughing Because I mean that, that's something. We, we used to
0: discuss on um I think Ladina, you were at one of the women women meet women's meeting that we had and we were like, should the baby be in the oh, bed yeah. or should we have the baby out of the bed and all of that? And people In fact had it different was it opinions. was on my baby
4: shower. I was the one that asked the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: You asked that question.
4: And many people was like, <laughs> and, No, um, keep the keep the child out, never bring them into the bed and other people was like, Yeah, bring them, bring them <laughs>
0: I'm the, I think I was one of those like I, at the end of the day you probably have to bring them if you're going to get any sleep ever yeah. in your life. <laughs> I can't do I can't do mm. the old standing up, going to another room to feed a kid and going back to bed. You know, I love my sleep too much. I just put them out there and I sleep off.
2: <laughs> I think it, it does change I think it does change your spouse relationship. I think um I think the reality is I think because I don't know for others, I think before I got married, there's this fairy tale you know living happily ever after you have as as a young girl, and you feel like okay, once I've had my baby, yeah, that continues, but definitely it does affect especially mm. with it everything we've just mentioned you and it, everything sleep deprivation, you know you yeah, a new you, and I think for me, the first thing was the priority, who comes first, okay child obviously you know what should who should come first but the reality you're feeling like oh but the, you know so what's going to happen and i think based on also the dynamics of the system we're in you know most fathers have two part, two weeks of paternity i don't know but in uk you have two weeks of paternity leave and Obviously, the mom can go on as as long as they want in terms of months, mm. or probably over to a year. So for me, I think for me, I initially I felt jealous because after mm. two weeks he's gone to mm. work, mm. and mm. now I'm now stuck with the baby, basically. And he's back, he's back from he's back from work, and he expects me to still be like, oh yeah, welcome. But it's coming back from work. I'm already like very snappy because I've not rested all day. The baby's been crying. I've mm. been doing a lot of washing. I've been doing so many things. But I think it takes understanding of both sides as well to understand, okay, this is, we've got more responsibilities and all that. So I think, yeah, I think with our first chart, definitely. Fortunately for me,
4: um, like Suki was saying, she'd read a lot. I I, I used to go to single seminars, marriage seminars before I was even married. So um, Mm. I... And when you used to go to, uh, what do you call them, bridal showers, you used to have the older auntie, you know, and they say, make sure you look good all the time, Mm. Um, make sure you put your husband first and (laughs) give him that good stuff. So I had all of this in my head. (laughs) So, um, and it was really funny hearing from the older aunties, you know, (laughs) you're like, are they talking like that? Mm. Um, So... Uh, funny enough for me I've heard many people that like oh when we had the first child there was like no action and I was like oh really? Mine was still flowing very well Um, but (laughs) good for you sister (laughs) and um, I think think also because I was still, we were still newly married so I I wouldn't say necessarily for us that there was any Mm. change because we were still in that period of getting to know so we were still having those clashing and all of that kind of thing that you have anyway in the early stages of marriage so I wouldn't say for me personally that we Mm -hmm. had that and um yeah I guess because of uh, what I'd been exposed to or stories I heard before I always had this image and I just kept that for myself that we would continue I mean I felt so bad after Mm -hmm you know getting stitches and everything that he had to wait how many weeks about 10 weeks uh,
1: <laughs> um i couldn't wait that long oh,
4: wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ladina, you a friend here.
4: i like that i like that high five <laughs> sister high five i am like that Okay. Make- unfortunately <laughs> um thing i was not
1: oh Ladina, come back hmm.
4: <laughs> I hear this here
0: i am Ladina, did you follow yeah okay here you no, are i was Good. saying
4: that um what did what did you hear last i said uh,
0: uh, unfortunately was it like yeah, you yeah, had to wait it. to yeah, heal that's
4: what i said oh. exactly
1: yeah
4: otherwise mm. yeah from day two oh. we'll be on fire
1: that, that was me. Ladina, that oh, was me. Which that's good. It's crazy because I thought something was wrong with me. I came from the hospital <laughs> and I had a C section. So I had stitches at the, you know, like uh, I, I couldn't even laugh because if I laughed, they could, you know,
4: come open. <laughs> yeah, I get you.
1: But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the, the hormones, stitches could come hormones or like you said, we were also kind of newly married, Um, not super newly, but still. That yeah. I was like, babies, oh, forget about babies. The baby can cry. <laughs>
0: Interesting. So the Omos are on your side. The Omos have never been on my side. Mm. Never.
2: So.
4: (laughs) Well, (laughs) you you was gifted. Me and Paulina we was gifted. We was gifted in another area.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh!
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> Those Christian sisters, it's getting hot in here. No, but seriously, it really is. <laughs> no, but oh, wow. Interesting. That's interesting to know that it can be different yeah. for different people. But mm-hmm. yeah, of course, you have to choose. Um, sometimes you still would have to choose the baby or the... Or the husband and sometimes like the babies like she's looking at us or he's looking at us, like what is a baby. <laughs> no, for me I oh I almost like, oh, like the baby. Like which baby? <laughs> like the baby? The baby. The brain just couldn't. It's like the baby, the baby, you know.
1: The baby. But apart Interesting. Yeah, <laughs>
0: That's very interesting. I think this is a oh, good... No, this is a good what what from, did you say, um, Paulina?
1: You know, our intimate relationships with our husbands. Back to your question. Obviously, the same thing. It's. I think it's different mm. for everyone because it depends on our personalities. Um, for yeah. example, in my case, my husband mm. was encouraging me to rest and just sit down and relax when we came from the hospital. And I just went cuckoo. I wanted to clean. I wanted to do laundry. I was up all day just walking around and there was nothing he could do to just kind of stop me from putzing around. He's like, "Pauline, just sit down. You just had a major surgery. Like you need to, you know, take it easy. Can I bring something? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I got to do something. I can't, I can't be sitting down. So it's again, it's a balance. I think uh, you know, uh, yeah. the key here is to know your spouse, really. Mm-hmm. Is to know what your strengths are, what yeah. his strengths are, yeah. and then to trust them. You know, uh-huh. I wish I trusted Ken more in um, following his mm-hmm. lead and advice postpartum, because at that time I was delirious, mm-hmm. and I think a lot mm-hmm. of us are. You know, hormones and recovering and such. So mm-hmm. I've read mm-hmm. after having yeah. kids that um, some couples talk about postpartum. Uh, Um, you know kind of responsibilities ahead of time so that you kind Mm. of know what to expect Mm. like is is Mm. your husband gonna help with Mm. you know Mm -hmm. nighttime Mm. bath or you know is he gonna be with a baby while you're sleeping between Mm. feedings I mean there are a lot of ways to go about it but maybe you know because Mm. we all have different spouses and they have different personalities it's good for yeah to talk yeah yeah before you deliver it's it's all chaos anyway and you all know that (laughs) uh-huh <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah the first six weeks is like a blur you're <laughs> like what
1: what happened
0: to me yeah yeah that's very good i think it's uh-huh. a good note to take a break and when we come back we will continue <laughs> if you've enjoyed uh, listening to us talk about our experiences with motherhood Don't forget, this is a three in one mini series. So just go ahead and click on the next episode in the series. It's called Postnatal Depression Our Stories. And um, keep listening. If you would like to contact us privately, Go ahead and do that on at gmail.com. All three words together, at gmail.com. And remember, you can also comment on Instagram and we will really love to hear from you, our listeners, what you think, if you've been through these and um, just talk to us. Happy listening.